you know, run get, with it. Get this, sugar, get this party started. Ow. Some, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> good hi, morning, everyone. Oh, good morning. That's better. Hi, hi everybody. Hi, Welcome to episode 151. No one's going to say, okay, well, okay, cool. Of Pixelator's Land Party Podcast. I'm Antonio. I'm Will. I'm Omar. I'm hey, Tristan. Tristan. Hey, Tristan. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Happy, uh, happy Saturday morning. We're here with a nice, extra, strong cup of coffee, or at least Why I am. Why are you giving away when we cast, bro? Now there's no mystery. Well, it's a mystery sometimes, because we used to do it, like, late evenings. This is, I think it's been better. It's nice to give callbacks to the changes that we made and let people know that we're still doing those. You gotta let them know the feedback matters. That's right. It really does. Makes an improvement to my life. And so thank you for that. You beautiful bearded bastard. There's been a lot of news this week that I am excited to talk about today. Really? Because what's interesting is I had kind of had a hard time finding news, so I'm excited to like see what news I'm, you guys I'm found. Cur- I'm curious what news this boy is talking about. Yeah, me too. Because I have zero I mean, PlayStation they're... and zero Xbox news. Yeah, but the two like big Nintendo bangers are pretty solid bangers. You're you're a Nintendo banger. Also, like Xbox. Oh, had some stuff. you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, the the big the big big one. Uh, I'm just isn't... saying we can talk about that for a while. That's yeah, point. yeah, yeah. The big big one isn't a part of the weekly retro, but it's uh, huge. Like, yeah, we'll talk about it. Omar's ego. There's some. So there's some stuff. Ah! What have you guys been playing? Willie, do I want you to go last because you are the most exciting out of the four of us right now. Well, I'm not sure about that, but I appreciate the Is vote of confidence on the least. I mean, he's not exciting as far as his personality, but his... Um, <laughs> his... Cold-blooded. <laughs> no, oh but Lord. what he's been playing has me most excited because uh, it's a change. It's it been a change. Change, change, change give me change, change. All right, so Tristan, what you been Tristan, playing? what you playing, beautiful? Um, Smarish. Yeah, Splatoon. Only <laughs> games that start with S. Have you been playing Splatoon again? Uh, yeah, we played we played a bunch of Splatoon last week oh, into really? this week. Um, it was just something where like one of my friends picked it up, so it kind of like rekindled the fire. Mm. Uh, you know, you know, Steve, he's been on the cast. Yeah. Um, he picked it up, so it was all like, oh yeah, and he got like super into ranked play, which I've never really been into until now. Sure. So that's been something we've been doing. Um, Halo, bunch of Halo, like everyday Halo. Which Halo? <laughs> Halo, like oh, that's good. Halo. Pretty much Master Chief Collection. Halo, everyday. That, that, that might that, be the name of the uh, cast. That update that they released, that uh, the modern aiming update, it really changed that game for the better. So Wait, it, it tell feels, me about the modern aiming. I'm not gonna play it, but tell so me. So when the old game came out, you know, in 2014, it was mm-hmm. notoriously shit optimized. Right. Um. Part of that was the transition from 30 frames per second, which is how those games natively were, to 60 frames caused the aiming to feel real sluggish. Um, oh. So playing it like at the same level competitively just always kind of felt weird, especially in Halo 3. Uh, so they like redid the whole underlying framework for aiming, so it feels a lot smoother and snappier. Mm. Um, much more like a you know if you if you played Halo 5 or a Destiny or just any shooter game that's come out in the past couple years. Um, it feels a lot more like that. So it's, it's really nice. So yeah, just a bunch of that pretty much every day. Um, and then I've been, uh, since yesterday getting down on the Anthem demo. That's... Oh, so how is that? Oh, tell me more about that. Yeah. Um, I'm so first off, I have a question. Hmm. Uh, how long did it take you to get into that game? Because I read that there was an infinite loading like load uh, screen bug and I didn't servers. Start, right. Oh, I, shit. I, I didn't start playing and that's, I didn't start playing until maybe 1030. So you got after work. Okay. So yeah, I was yeah, like, okay. by the time, by the time I tried to get on, it was fine. I had, I've had zero issues logging in or playing or anything. Now, so. what do you think of the is game? It, but is it really, this is the question I need to know. Mm-hmm. Is it the Iron Man game we never got? Mm, you can fly around in a mech suit, but I don't know. It's, I'm liking it more the more that I play it. At first, it just felt like the the enemies were very bullet spongy, and it was just, you know, hey, you're just grinding your bullets into these guys that are getting minimally more powerful. But the more the more time I'm putting into it and the more 
varied the the gun selection and customization options are. Um, do they seem more? Do these gun changes and stuff seem more than just cosmetic? Because that was the issue that both of us had with, uh, like, the division. The early uh, no, division these, games. these guns, these guns are you know like they're not like hey they were modeled after real world guns. There's like okay here's a machine pistol versus here's a shotgun versus here's an LMG. So they all feel varied and different. And they have noticeable characteristics yep. and, and things to okay cool. And you can buff them and you can buff your suit and uh, there's a lot of cool suit customization options for like colors and materials. Uh, I will say like I started playing like the first expedition mission and quit like halfway through because it was way too easy. So I boosted the difficulty up to hard and that feels much better Okay. as far as, you know, if you're not playing ultra casually, I guess. Um and I definitely can see why they don't want you to play it alone. Because I first first game I played, I got partied up with some dude named um, like Crispy McNuggets four twenty. I think is what his name was. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And well, that's like, already no, going to go to shit right there. This isn't happening. So I I turned my party to private, but. You, uh, Crispy McNuggets could not be ignored, and he followed you into the private queue. I'm going to let you know that considering there's a podcast that we do every week, you didn't allow that conversation to happen and bring us a more substance. I'm sort of upset. I I should have approached him with more compassion and less judgment. Like the the guy uh, we met in Star Trek Bridge Crew that was like pretending to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in the chopper the whole time on the con. That was funny. That was my favorite. I will never forget. Uh, and I will never meet Crispy McNuggets again, so it's fine. Anyways, I, uh, I will say, you know, like with all the flying stuff, it feels good, but at the same time, you can tell it's not open. You know, like there's a clear ceiling to how far you can fly. The mm. maps are kind of designed to basically be giant corridors. So, uh, okay. but I, I get it because it's, you know, it's a loop-based shooter that's co-op yeah, right. based. So they have to like continually load these, you know, uh, fight uh, uh, scenarios like over and over. So they need to keep the parties together. So they I need get easy that. triggers and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, as far as like a shooter goes, I feel like I still don't see what this game is doing that the division or the division two won't be doing other than flying robots. Right. Uh, and it's not cover based. But I think where the potential shows is probably going to be the storytelling because that's you know that's what Bioware is known for. Uh, we'll see. So but, how do I get access to this demo if I wanted to? So here's what I did. I went to the Xbox store and I right. pre-ordered it, and then I went to my Microsoft account and I canceled the pre-order. Okay. When is it? When does it come out? February twenty-second. But the beta, the first beta, is live until Sunday. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Also, I'm a little concerned because I haven't really messed with it, but there's a whole sub-menu before you launch into a mission for consumables, so it makes me a little worried that they're going to pull their EA bullshit and be like, oh, hey, this is where we ultra-monetize the game. Mm. Um, But I don't really know enough about it to be like, is that strictly for PvE or PvP, or is there PvP? I don't really know. Uh, So, yeah, that's, that's just me speculating that classic EA will be pulling their EA junk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, here's the here's the more important question for you is is that what you want to do with your free time today? Play more of the I'm, demo? I'm having fun with it. It's a it's a good shooter <clears throat> and I'm not hating it so far. So Anthem, you know, it has some potential there, but it could be Also, you know, like Omar implied, it's sort of Iron Man esque and mm-hmm. flying around in a mech suit that I can actually fly around in. And hover around and shoot dudes is that is different and that is cool. So uh, it it is novel in that aspect. I didn't actually know you could cancel pre-orders on Xbox. Yeah, you just have to go to your. They uh, don't make because PlayStation you doesn't. Can't, well, PlayStation doesn't let you do it. Neither does Nintendo. So you can't do it from. You have to do it from Microsoft account. You yeah. have to do it from. I don't even think you can do it from mobile. I think you have to do it from a desktop. Maybe I'll try that. It's cool. Uh, hmm. The download for the beta was only like. 14 gigs or something so it's not got huge. you okay. it's yeah it's cool i'm enjoying it we'll see hmm. i don't know if i'm enjoying it enough to be like i want this 60 dollar product but yeah we'll see, we'll see. 
That's the whole thing. For me, the reason, the only reason I would get that game, honestly, is to feel like Iron Man. And if that's just a novelty to it, then I don't even think I would bother. I'm yeah. sort of in the same boat, Omar. It does feel really good flying around. Um, full transparency. I am currently streaming it, so you can just go to my mixer and see what it looks like if you want. What I do hope is that Bioware hopefully gets some, you know, some love from the game, hopefully survives, we see them next year, because if they did make something that could comparably be made into an Iron Man game... I just hope that they make a game that doesn't bomb, because EA is in a very questionable position right now. It's like they've been dropping failure after failure, and then all this Star Wars news coming out, and then... Everything that's going on, it's like, what is going on at EA, and where does Anthem fit into all that right now? Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, the, most of the most of the issues that EA has are not with the quality of the game; it's the it's the execution of how the, the structure of the game is practice. put together. Right. right. So it's like you, it's 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 what's really fucked up is EA isn't really taking the hits. It's all the studios right. that are making these games. Oh, yeah, definitely. that are making these like if, if this game if this game bombs and trashes like Bioware after. Mass Effect bombing and trashing, Bioware, I feel like, would be in some sort of trouble, for sure. Yeah. And EA will just go on They'll take and them continue to, to do shit. And then pull another company yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, look there's, at what there's happened. There's a reason that meme is there, where it's like EA bringing whatever new studio out, and then there's a pile of bodies, and they're like, what is this? Well, and there, he's like, a, Yeah, there's a reason son. that they were voted, like, worst company, like, you know, a bunch of years, because it's just, yeah. they don't. They don't show much in the way of customer value or respect. They just mm-hmm. want your money. Mm-hmm. Even from the even from a game standpoint, too. I, I'll always bring up Battlefront at this point because that last Battlefront game, if you strip away all the bullshit, that was a gorgeous Star yeah. Wars game. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it was an amazing Star Wars game. The single-player story was enjoyable. I had it some questions. Really was. And now that, now that all of the microtransactions are cosmetic-based, it is a you know decent product, but... I feel yeah, like the damage was just already done by the it time was too that heavy. Happened, yeah, so. that was yeah. stymieing the bleeding. And there are some people mm-hmm. who really love it. The new DLCs I've heard are good, but I won't go back in. I don't need yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I still own it, but I'm I just don't have time for that. Omar, hi buddy. <clears throat> what are you been playing, man? Uh, well, I took a break from Stardew. I haven't booted that up in a little while, actually. And that's a good um, game for stints. I think that's fine. That's what's great about yeah. that game is you can come back to it anytime. Yeah, I definitely been enjoying it. I just, uh, I don't know, just kind of didn't have that same itch that I had before. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've been playing recently, Francesca and I got that um, Super Mario Brothers, the the one that came out for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the platformer. So we never had a Wii U. As far as I'm concerned, I never wanted a Wii U. No. Um, but uh, we got it for the Switch because I do like those 2D scroll, you know, scroll Super Mario Brother games. Right. So we got that one. Uh, we've been playing that shit quite a lot, and that shit is really fun. Um, the costumes in that game kind of remind me of Super Mario 3, where you get, like, the raccoons and stuff like that. So you get, like, a flying squirrel suit. suit in this one. The Tanuki. Yeah. Uh, um, so you get a flying squirrel suit, and you just go flying. You can go fly up, straight up, and then you can kind of hover your way down and flap your wings down. She likes playing with, uh, the female toadstool, who, when mm-hmm. you get a, a crown... You become princess. Peach. That's right. Mm. So she we're all about that game. We've been playing that game actually kind of nonstop for maybe the last week or so. Isn't it Peach? Um, no, it's Peach. Oh, yeah, you, you become full-blown Peach, which is kind of yeah. odd considering I feel like we're trying to save Peach. But If you listen, end the we're game... Stepping, we're stepping outside of gender roles and empowering female protagonists. That's right. If you end the game as... Well, never mind. I don't want to spoil anything for you. I mean, to be fair, what they should do at this point is just make Mario, you know, get Mario knocked out. Yeah, put have him in the castle for once. Yeah, Damn I'd, right. I'd, be down. I'd be down for that. Why not have a Peach and Daisy game? They did make a Princess Peach DS game that was rated really M good. for Mature. <laughs> All right. See? See? Look, look, like, look, look at where you are. You, you took a good I was, idea. I was and actually you just thinking slid it all the way down. The M to mature might not even be inappropriate. It's just like Mortal Kombat, where they're punching toads in the face and they explode. <laughs> Why didn't you do anything to save me? You just watched him take me and run away. Press X to repeatedly smash Goomba. Just get one that has Bowser's point of view. Right. These fucking people keep breaking into my place. I'm sick and tired of this shit. <laughs> keep destroying all my houses. Well, he's, he's a wealthy oligarch. He's doing okay. What else are you playing, Omar? Uh, let's see. 
to be honest, I think that's been pretty much the majority of it. I, what I want to get back into playing, to be honest, um, are a couple of VR games. I've still yet to boot up Moss, and I pre-ordered oh, yeah. that fucking game, and I still have yet to boot that thing up. Moss is, um, Moss is on a short list of things for me, I think. Yeah, it's definitely something I want to look into again. Um, right. I want to finish the Rick and Morty VR game, which is really fun. Wait, is that the Rick and is that virtual Rickality or is that the other yeah. one which is um, there's only one accounting think, right? plus? No, there's two. Well, that's not a Rick and Morty game. Well, it's not. It pretty much, it's is. not really, but like it totally is. It's yeah, it's it's Rick and Morty as it's Rick and Morty. You're just not Rick and Morty. All right, well, the real Rick and Morty. Okay. The so yeah, the Rickality virtual Rickality. That game is actually once you get the hang of it, it's actually really fun. And if you love the game or the the show, mm. you'll love the game. Um. Yeah, that's been pretty much it. We've been focusing a lot on our movies. We go to like a movie like once every week. That's cool. You guys still have some of those movie plans? Is that really a thing in 2019, or did that die yeah, in 2019? The AMC, no, I mean, yeah, yeah that I shit, the AMC one, and it's great. That shit is worth all of that money. It's twenty dollars a month. Movie, if you go to the movies more than once a month, it's worth. <clears throat> yep. Especially living in the city, because I mean, it's a movie ticket for one person is twenty bucks. Barf. And we make, you know, we make like a weekend of it. We always do something and then go watch a movie. So we do it at least once a week. Um, and we get to see everything we want. There's no restrictions on the type of format. That's so cool. like we went to go see Aquaman. And I, like right now we already have. Wait, did Captain they turn Marvel. into IMAX films too? The AMC one. Yeah, AMC we you can see anything. Yeah. yeah. There's no restrictions. As long as it's an AMC. Yeah. Let's we should probably clarify movie for this moment. Bullshit. We are not paid for any of this. We have yeah. no affiliations. This is just casual hey, if AMC but amc if you want to to the movies i'm down. That's, yeah that's what i'm saying if you, you, know, if you want yeah hardcore. hardcore hardcore parkour uh but yeah man hardcore, amc part the amc hardcore. plus pass is awesome nice. save a lot of money doing that uh but yeah man honestly super mario i think has been really the only game that we've booted up for for the last couple weeks i haven't even turned on my playstation yeah my my playstation time has been has been considerably lower with us uh, since Switch came out, and then since I've been playing games on Xbox. That's the same as Xbox, man. My Xbox yeah. time is zero. The other thing yeah. here too is we ended up we got a, a car like a week or a week or two ago, um, like a new car. So we've been playing with that for a while. Nice. How Congratulations. Do you play with a car. You drive it. Uh, you drive it. Hey, let me let me let me put it to you like this. The There's car we cool had before, inside you fiddle them with them. It's yeah. it's more like it's more like the car I had before. You know, when you have a jalopy, when you have the you know the shitty car, mm-hmm. that's really an A to B kind of car. You don't you don't hang out in the car. You don't just drive and enjoy the, yourself in the car. You're trying to get where you need to go and get it's the like fuck a, out of the thing. It's like an A train at three in the I morning. You, never you go the in car it, here, but you, you don't really that. want to be in it. I mean, well, first of all, the car that we were using, fuck that car at this point. It got us where we got us, but but fuck that car. Now we got a nice, sexy, compact SUV. We're comfortable in it. We have Bluetooth. Used, new. Brand new. Brand new. Mm, they had to take the plastic man. off of that shit. Oh. Yeah. Big money. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's my sugar mama. That's her that's, car. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, that's fun. Does it have a, a port for you to like, st- like some cars have that dash piece where you can sort of put your phone up in it and it's sort of exactly big enough for you to put the switch in it. Well, and then probably, you can play actually, switch yeah. while you drive. Well, that's not safe, <laughs> but we sometimes like, uh, like when we'll go to Shake Shack or something and it's like really packed, we'll go back yeah. and in the car. So that's a lot of times cool. we could probably do that and put it on the dash, put the you switch could. on the dash. You could flip the switch on the dash. That's what the kids are saying. So Tony, what no you one, been playing? No one, no one says that. I don't well. say it. <laughs> no, that doesn't mean everyone else says it. Uh, well, I've been playing kind of the same two games. Um, Fantasy Life. I'm probably about 20 hours into that now. I switched. Uh, I got the Paladin up to Expert. And then I switched on over to the Mining class. Got that to Adept because, you know, Mining's eh. Then I switched over to the Angler gonna get my fisherman skill up there and then i'll probably bounce over to the cooking class because i like being a cook and then i'll probably do mage uh what is armor the like super too long didn't read version of fantasy life (sighs) i mean it's basically just an action adventure rpg um it's like a skyrim-esque elder scrolls-esque 
Think uh, of like World of Warcraft made for kids uh, on a th- on a three DS. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. But it's so. It's a charming. lot of it's a lot of fetch quests. You know, go here, yeah. kill ten enemies, report yeah. back, get experience, right. build up your class, move on to a new class. Bring back the bounties because <coughs> certain enemies will give you a bounty you can cash in for like a big cash reward usually, mm. uh, and you can carry three at a time, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cash just a yeah, it's just a really chill, delightful, charming little game. I don't know. I just I've always loved it. Um, it's very good. Yeah, I wish they were ready to switch so bad. I know I say it every time, but they don't care. Anyway, <laughs> they instead, instead they made this crappy uh, Fantasy Life 2, which they then rebranded to Fantasy Life Online, and it's a mobile-only game. I mean, you can't say that it's crappy because it's not even in America. Uh, I can guarantee you it's probably crappy. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like some town simulator builder. and Pretty much. Yeah, so exactly. It's garbage. Anyway. Uh, so I've been playing that, and then I've also been playing Tales of Vesperia a little bit more. Tales um, of Vesperia. I'm pretty far along now, probably halfway at this point. Uh, man, uh, that that story and those characters are just so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually eyeing up Tales, I think it's Tales of the Abyss, mm-hmm. which is the 3DS game. Mm-hmm. So I, I may possibly pick that up uh, after I beat this Tales. And play that one on 3DS. Um, and then other than that... Oh, I, I got... Uh, after watching Danny play last weekend, I think it was, I picked up Assassin's Creed Odyssey on Xbox for 25 bucks on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I got like an hour in. That game's cool. Um, but it's going to be, you know, a time sink. So that was one of those games that I bought while it was on a big sale. And I was just like, I'll play this when there's like a lull. Because, you know, we have a Tuesday, or the day after you listen to this podcast, if you listen to it Monday, we have a little game called Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out. So that's going to take up a lot of time. Tuesday. Yeah. I know. Well, I said, no, I said Tuesday after you listen to this on Monday. Silly goose. But yeah, uh, that's all I've been playing. Those those two games. Nice, um, man. Will... Willie do. Willie do. What have you William. been playing? William. <laughs> William. Uh, you guys, I've been playing quite a few things. Uh, so recently, this is probably the big news. This is the, the big change. Uh, I have been playing with my very own new PlayStation VR helmet. Wait, oh, what? Um, oh. I, I acquired... Uh, I acquired the PSVR um, from Danny. Thank you very much, Danny. Did uh, you acquire who, a new TV? I, <laughs> I did not. Uh, that's, why he, that's why he has the headset. He's just going to watch headset. everything on the headset. Now. Well, it feels sort of like you're in a big IMAX theater. He's the going to hook his Xbox up and be like, oh my God, see if these has never looked it's better. It's pretty great. And actually, you know, I don't know that there's any reason why you couldn't use the PSVR as a TV screen? No, you totally can. Like it's for anything because it just has an HDMI input, right? It's, it's legit. It's legit great for like college dorms and stuff. You still have to have the USB hooked up to your whatever the PS4 for the handshake. Oh, it does have to go to the PS4 for the handshake. It's a hardware handshake, but then uh, you can plug anything into the HDMI, and it'll pump out whatever it wants. Yeah. So uh, uh, and and uh, as does of, it do motion controls in whatever it is? No. Oh. It's basically just like a simulated huge movie theater screen. Oh, still, that's um, cool. But there's three different size screens you can do in cinema mode or whatever they call it. Uh, and in one Will of it? the firmware updates, they actually made the right. cinema mode look a lot better that's than cool. it used to. Will it um, handshake with a computer to do... It yeah. Uh, if you use Trinus VR, it will. Trinus uh, is the only way. Trinus is the only one that I know of. I mean, okay. I, I, that was a long time ago, and that's only uh, Windows. Windows, um, Trinus, and that's it. Yeah, All right, maybe I think, I'll do I think Trinus is like twenty bucks, but you can kind of, you know, use Trinus to get uh, Subnautica to play on Xbox. That's on, uh, what I was sort of thinking. On on, it's pretty cool. Like I, I'm like tempted to get. Is Subnautica even on Sony on PlayStation? It is, but here's my here's the thing. I like, feel I'm like tempted to do it there. Not having well, not having VR support on PSVR for that game is such a missed opportunity because playing that. Hooking my PSVR up to my computer, and even though it was like a hacked, weird, unofficial way to play the VR version on the PC, that is transformative. Yeah. That is such 
like one of my favorite VR experiences ever, even though it wasn't quite perfect. It's yeah. oh my I god! Had, I had such a good time, and I was using my shitty phone hookup to my Windows machine yeah. to try to use uh, like virtual reality in that, and that was awesome. So if I could get that thing to run, you I could do it. There's a bunch of steps run. you have to follow. Yeah, uh, but dude, wow! But it has to be the that. Windows side. Okay, um, but that is just. Oh, I took a week off after my birthday, and I'm I'm thinking I may try and hook that up again because there's nothing like it. That put, is such a great experience in VR. I put Spider Man in it to see what would happen, and I felt like I was gonna barf just because <laughs> the camera. <laughs> the camera. It's not exactly. It's not like VR mode. It's just you know you can tilt your head around and the can and the thing stays, but yeah. it feels disconcerting to be swinging behind Spider Man in that. So. Hmm. I stopped. Anyway, I did acquire a couple things. Tell um, me the games you got. I got. I got games. I can. I can recommend, bro. Can I keep? I'll, I'll name off the top of my head right now if you want. I well, let me tell you what I got first, and then you tell me what I have. Okay. What I, what I should get. So okay. I, I acquired. So I we have Resident Evil Seven sort of among the group, and um, I couldn't gonna, play that. I'm gonna pick it up from from Danny to play the proper game fully through. We had a, a good save going, and in fact, I think on our Twitch there's still uploads of our streams. Uh, and our YouTube of like just me and Danny crapping our pants playing that game with Tristan for a little while. Um, amazingly scary. So I downloaded the demo, which is Resident Evil 7 demo of the house. And I thought it was going to be the start to that game where you play sort of like the precursor. It's its own thing, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. it is. Well, I thought it was because remember you play as the like the investigative reporters that go into the house, all three of you together. And then like sort of you get split up and then you sort of find one of them. Dead no, I, th the I think it thing. was its own like atmospheric, like, well, Hey guys, this is yeah, what the, we're going so for. So the demo is an atmospheric standalone, but I remember playing the precursor and it must've been that there's like a videotape you can play in the main game. But I thought for some reason that, that was an original piece before the game even came out, but I can't find it. Um, anyway, long story short, I got the demo, which was not what I was expecting. Uh, where you're already in the house trying to get out of the house. Uh, and that I do remember, but I remember it being really, really terrifying because <laughs> you started in the living room and you're like, why am I in the living room? Uh, but going into the PSVR helmet, being back in that house, listening to the sounds of footsteps sort of like creaking on floorboards around you and you know you're not alone, but it's way too quiet is so disconcerting. And the way that the game handles the view scope is amazing. Like, I'm excited to play the main game, but I booted up the demo for about five minutes and I had to turn off because I was like, mm -mm, I'm not the demo is cool. I streamed that demo for like two hours. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, it's I, real I, fly. I, I just, don't... I think the reason I'll be happier with the main game is because I know what happens. Yeah. That's like, the thing. I feel like I should try the main game. I literally prepping... didn't even try it and it's been sitting at my place for yeah. like a year. Well, I got to get, well, you gave it to Danny. I got to get it. I did. Her. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, the main. The main storyline, like, I remember playing through the jump scares, and so I think knowing that there is going to be some pants-shittingly crazy stuff happening means that I can get through it. Uh, I don't like being caught off guard very much, I think, in those games. But I enjoy the feeling. It's a weird It's a weird thing. I'm sort of a masochist when it comes to scary games. Well, no, anyway. I feel the same way. I don't like things coming at me fast in VR, I've noticed. Uh, yeah. Like, um, Doom VR, VFR, whatever they call it. It's too quick. Uh it's like when I when I get all these demons coming after they're me, they're in your face. I don't, I don't like it. I, they're in I your don't, face, man. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, I downloaded the Resident Evil Seven demo. I also picked up Job Simulator. Yes. Because that's I, that just seems like a classic. Of why are you getting a PSVR if you're not going to get Job Simulator? It's just such a dumb, fun little game. Yeah, exactly. And so I played a little bit of that. I have to work on my setup. Um, one of the downsides, it turns out, of having a projector, besides the fact that it's a projector instead of a TV, is that you have to keep the equipment next to the projector setup, which also, by default, means that your camera cannot be that far from your face because the cable is only so long, right? So oh, that's right. You have your PS4 right by it's your... right yeah, next to where I'm yeah, sitting. Yeah. That's right. Next to the projector. So I have the camera as far away as it'll go on the coffee table, but that puts me about one foot forward from where the targeting reticle where you're supposed to be standing is mm -hmm. like where it's like center yourself in the circle. And I'm like too close. So I can lean all the way back against the wall and then put the helmet up against the wall. So it's like, Oh cool. You're way back now. No problem. And then when I start the game, I'm almost inside the computers. So it's like, eh. mm. 
it's not great. I, I'll have to figure out some way of standing with the camera on another table and like being in the middle of the living room, but it might be one of those games that I just sort of hack through for a little while until I have a, a proper place that'll work for it or a proper TV. Um, but it's fun. So far, I, I played a little bit and it's it's enjoyable, but it's difficult to play. I also picked up um, I Expect You to Die. That game's fun. Yeah, where you are sort of playing a Bond novel adventure. Is that the oh <laughs> uh, the um, the game is about sort of escaping these dangerous situations and stealing money and figuring out what the hell's going on and trying not to get killed and you almost certainly die all the time because everything is rigged against you. Um, it's great. It's a fun little adventure. Um, and I'm also debating our uh, to play maybe with you guys depending debating picking up star trek bridge crew a second time because i own star trek bridge crew on pc and i have played it without motion controls but now i have a psvr and the motion controllers and if i play star trek bridge crew then we can actually get together and i can actually bap on the stuff with the controllers and feel like i'm in it do you have move controllers i do have move controllers let's do, do it do they still yeah. feel like garbage to use they do feel like garbage to use, but it's not it's not awful because the the tracking is pretty good. Like when the um when the system is in play, it really knows where they are unless I go out of camera range. That's the problem. And yeah. remember I'm too close to the camera, so my limited my my range of movement is limited to like a foot in any direction, so it makes it difficult unless I have remote mm -hmm. like pull controls like i expect you to die is good because i can target something and bring it to me and then my range of movement movement is in front of my face but job simulator is difficult because i physically have to put my hand out and push on something that is far away from me and i'm out of range on a lot of those things like it, it expects you to stand and bend and lean over right. you know what i mean right and i worry a little bit that star trek bridge crew is going to be similar to that where i have to lean over the console and bap on stuff that's out of range normally I mean, to be fair, though, you're just, you're, well, no, yeah, it might be the same thing. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm thinking about it. it. Right now it's on, it's like 30 plus bucks, so I have to also ponder that. Do I want to drop 30 additional dollars? Um, Moss is also Trek? on the list. Well, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's not cheap. It's not on sale. I mean, it was on sale, but it's not now. Not after, of course, now it's not on sale when I have the equipment for yeah, it. right. <laughs> Um, I'm also debating Moss. Moss is on my short list. Um, but the other thing I've been playing, and then Tony can tell me what I should be buying, is I've been playing Celeste again because huh. of the new Chapter 9 DLC that's going to come out soon enough. And I want to prep for that because I want to play it. And it is important to be good at that game when you're going to play the DLC contents or the extension. It, like when you launch back in, it's sort of important to go back through early chapters. Uh, so I started playing it again just for the hell of it. And then I started a new save file to go through. I got about three fourths of the way through the game. And then I decided that I wanted to go back and 100% the first save file that I have. So I have cleared every strawberry and every heart piece and every B-side tape, uh, up until the final chapter, which is the summit. What did, what did you clear? Every, every strawberry. Mm-hmm. Strawberry, uh, every heart, every. I just wanted to hear you say strawberry wrong. Yeah, I, I was item. I was a little fucked up by that. What what just happened there? Strawberry. It's strawberry. Yeah, strawberry. That's not what you're saying. Uh, yeah, strawberry. <laughs> Stra strawberry. We're saying puts, the same word. Wait. He puts an R in there, and he's like strawberry. Strawberry. No, stop. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> He must have a very hard time on Splash Mountain. Somewhere. It's a strawberry. Splash Mountain is a, is a tough time. Strawberry. <laughs> strawberry. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> it's in there. It's fine. Listen, the point is I'm collecting them all. I got all of them until the final summit level. And on the summit level, it is really difficult because you must do, you must collect a heart piece in every sub chapter of that chapter. So there are six heart pieces before you can get the final heart piece and the and the B side um, and the B side tape. 
So mm-hmm. once I get all the B-side tapes, then I got to clear those, get the C-side tapes. It's a long run, uh, but I'm playing it with the... Um, oh, solid. I'm, I'm playing it with the Pro Controller, and it has made things a lot easier. Um, I think the controls are tighter than on a Joy-Con, and it's made it a lot faster to, to move through. And the best thing about it is now I can do speed runs through these levels because I'm dying so many times that when I'm not trying to get the, stra- the strawberries... Uh, I am oh in a better place to, to like flash through it. So nice. I'll probably end up doing a speed run soon. It's a solid game. I love that game. It's a great game. Uh, I've said it before. It's better than, it's better than Super Meat Boy. I mean, uh, I agree with that so far. Some of the games I recommend you play on PSVR are definitely super hot. Yes. Um, Thumper is really good. Uh, Res Infinite is really good. Um, Let me add that. Super Hypercube is really good. Super Hypercube is trippy when you play after a while. Super hot. Um, What was it? Battle Zone is pretty cool. Tank-based game. Super hot is a must-have, Will. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care how much that game is. Like, buy it. I don't care how much it is. (laughs) It's worth it. It's so good. That game makes you feel like such a badass. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Is it is it super hot the game or super hot VR? Is there a difference? Super hot VR. Yeah, they yeah. have two versions. Yeah. Super hot VR. Um, there was one more I was going to tell you about off the top of my head. Oh, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yeah, I was. I that's part of the that. demo, isn't it? Yes, and that I is the that. one I played that level so many times. That's the only part of the demo that I've been enjoying. Yeah, well, that's a whole game now, and it's really good. Dude, I got to tell you the the one game that's really fun because uh, I, I don't know I don't even know what it is. What is it, the VR playground or the playroom? Yeah, yeah, playroom. It's called? yeah, the playroom. The game I play the most on there is that uh, is the monster game where your friends have to run fun. The, the the monster rescue one. Mm. I love playing the monster because I'm always ducking, diving all these crazy things that people are throwing at me. <laughs> there's a there's a fun one on there too where you have like a uh, like a toy gun and you're in like a kid's bedroom mm. and all these monsters and toys start coming after you in waves. That one's fun. That's wow. cool. And that that, that has asynchronous multiplayer, so like other people on your PS4 can play and see a different view on the TV and help you out as you have a different view in the headset. Oh, which is cool. That there's is some cool. games that support that too. Will. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely grab the playroom and grab all three digital demo discs now but those are my games off the top of my head uh shall we if that's all you have shall yeah, we move it. on into the news yes bah, 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 bah. that was that was something wasn't it that was, it sounded like a dead giraffe at the end i don't know why he's taking uh he's taking my bum 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 Look at that. You got two, Tristan. You got two. I hate everybody. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any PlayStation news. Do you guys have PlayStation news? I don't have any PlayStation news. Oh, I did the like PlayStation Roundup thing, and it apparently thinks I spent 700 hours on three different games last year. Yeah. yeah. My time on there seemed a lot higher than I thought, too. And I was I, like, yeah, it, I don't it know has about to this. be taking hulu and netflix into account for that Mm, okay maybe uh i have nintendo news in the world of nintendo mario kart 8 is now reportedly the second best-selling racing game of all time in the u.s behind of course the it's absurdly popular mario kart wii Mm. uh in disappointing but not entirely unexpected news final fantasy fans plan to grab the physical edition of final fantasy 10s-102 hd remaster for nintendo switch will have to download 10-2. Perhaps more frustrating is the fact that the Japanese and Southeast Asian versions of the game have managed to fit both Final Fantasy titles on a single game card. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, The biggest Nintendo news, though, actually came out yesterday, well after I had published this. Uh, So Nintendo has not been uh, happy with the two-year-plus progress for all we know. Uh, Metroid Prime 4, so they canned it, and they're starting from scratch completely, and they're bringing on board Retro Studios, uh, who yeah. made the first trilogy. Yeah, that's a huge that's a huge deal because we're talking about at least two years worth, if not more, because remember they probably had something before they announced 
worth of dev, then having discussions to the point where they said, this isn't working, this is not sustainable, we have to change. Right. To the point where they then scrapped the project back to its roots. I'm sure they'll keep assets, I'm sure they'll keep design ideas, but like literally saying, hey, everything you guys have worked on, throw it out, we're starting again. Yeah. That is huge. And on top of that, what was Retro working on for the last three years? I was just yeah. going to say, and then to Trista's point yesterday, Retro being told, hey, I know you guys are working on something super cool and new, most likely, yeah, or whatever, but hey, we really need you to take this over because nobody can make a game like you guys. Yeah, that's the thing is, you know, good. first of all, good on Nintendo for not continuing to pour resources into something that they didn't believe in just for the sake of having a product like um, Star Fox Zero. It sucks really bad that now we have to wait, you know, probably 4 to 5 more years before we get that game, but as Miyamoto has said before, a, a rushed game is bad forever, but mm-hmm. a delayed game is eventually good. Um, but like Will said Kingdom before, Hearts. but like Will said before, it sucks that, you know, there's not many, if any, people at Retro still that were on the original Prime dev team. Uh, I know for a fact that a bunch of them left and went on and worked on Halo 4 and Destiny. Um, right. So how much of the passion for that original trilogy is even still there at that studio? Yeah, sure. Exactly. Sure, Metroid's in their DNA, but do they still care about that? Mm, uh, I could be totally wrong. Maybe maybe they're super stoked. Maybe they'll pull, you know, Retro hasn't made a bad game yet, so... You know, if anybody, can, true. anybody can make it, yeah, of course it's them. Um, but yeah, it suck. It would suck to be a second party studio because they were rumored to be working on some Star Fox, some Star Fox project, which was rumored to be a racing game. Mm-hmm. So it must suck to be like, oh, we're pouring our heart and soul into this product, and then all of a sudden Nintendo comes along and says, hey, put that on hold. Unless that's already in a state where it's almost releasable. But the biggest thing is, is you're taking an already niche character and IP. And now stretching that out even further away from relevance. Right. So the only access or connected dot to the Metroid franchise people are going to have by that time is Smash Brothers, which will be probably four or five years old by then. So unless they at least plan on releasing Metroid Prime Trilogy, which I heard last night there are rumors that... Yeah, that's already been done. They just haven't. They've held off announcing it. Yeah, which, rumor has it it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to be announced last month. If that's the case, that makes me believe that this has been a decision that's been in process for a bit, and they didn't want to announce trilogy, get people excited, and then bum them out and have people yeah, think that it right. was reactionary. But if that rumor is true, then it probably is reactionary. Uh, but I think at the very least, they they have to have. Aside from Metroid Prime Trilogy, they have to have something in the pipeline that keeps people looking at Samus because I don't. Samus is already, or Metroid's already a niche, very niche product on its own. It's never sold well in Japan because people just don't like that type of game there very much. Right. Um, so they have to do something to keep it relevant, and I don't know what that is because if they don't, and you know, Prime comes out, it doesn't matter how good it is. If nobody cares, they're not going to buy it. Exactly. And if it doesn't make big numbers, then, okay, that's that's the end of Metroid for yeah, another I, eight I totally or nine agree. years. And that sucks because I love, I love when Nintendo spaces out their releases and makes them cool. And that works with Zelda because they do it consistently every five years-ish. But with Metroid, we go much longer. And it's not cool as somebody that really cares about that franchise like prime one is still in my mind possibly the best game of all time and i want to see more stuff like that but i uh it's i never i never beat them but i actually just got uh metroid prime for my cousin because she was getting rid of a bunch of games Mm -hmm. uh and i got her gamecube copy you should play it yeah i had it on was it wii or wii u whatever the hd wii u i think um but yeah it was wii because they added Wiimote controls. Oh, right. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also read apparently, supposedly, according to uh, one of the Game Informer editors, um, the reason it was potentially delayed, uh, well, the reason that it was possibly canned was because they were doing working like in ad hoc fashion. So they had 
different studios in different parts of the world trying to work on it and they just couldn't get everything to come together properly mm-hmm. for some people development using that kind of mode was working well and for others it was like a dumpster fire mm-hmm. they couldn't get things working properly i mean it's just I, I feel like there's nothing like having development all in house all in one roof all locally as a team people you know yeah and if that's the product that would have come out it would have shown yeah, well, you, exactly. There yeah. wouldn't have been any heart in that game, and people would have right. seen it immediately, and yeah. probably criticized Nintendo for it. So, yeah, it sucks, but you know, yeah, uh, we wait. Uh, moving on, that's all the Nintendo news I had. Uh, I don't know if you guys had anything. Uh, no, cool. No, I think I that's a big not. thing. I don't have any Xbox news either. It, it seemed like a light news week to me. I don't know if you guys have any Xbox news. Uh, Xbox's new preview build makes the on-screen keyboard smaller. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, well, industry news. Uh, Sega Ages re-releases have been pretty great so far, but the devs may take the retro releases uh, re-releases one step further by localizing titles which is nev- which have never been translated if they can draw enough reaction from uh, the community. So that could be cool. Uh, they're look, they're open to you know bringing games over that have never come over here. Uh, are you ready, Will? Yeah. William. 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 Are you ready, William, mm-hmm. for some com- for some competitive virtual farming? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> what is I, this? I was hoping you were because Giants Software announced it will run an esports league. For what I think is the weirdly popular farming simulator series, yeah, I don't, I don't get that game. The sure first season of Farming Simulator League will consist of ten tournaments that will take place across Europe. Competitors will go head to head for a chance to win up to two hundred and eighty thousand dollars in prize money. dollars for for a farm simulator for planting I mean, seeds. I could open my own farm with that. It's not even real seeds. <laughs> Yeah, where's the profit margin coming from? Not even real seeds. Stop it's the madness. Real. Stop. Tony! Stop the madness. Tony! This, this doesn't seem crazy to anybody. That sounds really crazy to me, dude. Yeah. I'm on board. It's almost almost $300,000 for fake seeds. Yo, can I give you something else that's crazy? Yes. I'm going to drop it right now. Drop Amazingly, despite yeah. all of the recent bullshit and probable legal action, rapper Soldier Boy is back again how? This time claiming he's working on another new console that will be able to play Fortnite. When asked by Epic Games, <laughs> Epic gave a, a, a hard no, claiming, like, no that, claiming that their games don't run on Android-rooted devices. So this guy just won't quit. What a complete scrub. Listen, actually, as, long as, as, as long as he's not putting illegal games on there, then he'd do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. I saw him on the Breakfast Club where he was talking about um, a bunch of stuff, but he he brought up the console that he had, and he was saying that he loaded it with a bunch of games and that they were all licensed and all this other stuff. And I was like, "No way that they were licensed Nintendo games. (laughs) That is a yeah certain fabrication." Mm -hmm. I'm not getting it, but that's why he got sued by Nintendo and Sony. If you go to Nintendo and you're like, "I would love to license this game on my console." They are immediately going to tell you to pound all of the sand. I mean, back in the day, yeah. Excuse like, me, sir. Please pound all of the sand. Back in the day in Japan, like they had that partnership with Philips, but that was because Philips helped them make the disk drive. Uh, yeah. The only way that it works now is if you're in the Chinese market and you're the Nvidia Shield. That's exactly, it. you're the Shield. Uh, which, by, by the way, apparently they just updated the texture pack for Twilight Princess on the Shield, and it looks a whole hell of a lot better. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, bro. Put it on Switch, please. Yeah, bro. Actually, I prefer Wind Waker over Twilight Princess. I don't like Wolf Link. I don't like you, so. That's okay. Oh, I don't like you either. Oh, so uh, you, you go and get Pokey without me, hmm. bitch. I offered and you said no, so. He did. I had, I had he just did. eaten and I said, I will get it with you the next day. Next time, send me a copy of your weekly schedule. I'll play uh, my Poke uh, Trips. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just going to keep the train rolling, okay? Oh, I have, I have news. <laughs> I don't know who cares. I have news. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Wargroove comes out on February 1st. Are you excited? I I'm so tell. fucking excited. 
Oh. Wow, I'm going to have to dial that down. That'll, oh be easy my to, God. that'll be easy to find in the waveform. I spikes. felt that on parts of my body. I shouldn't have. Guys, I've been <laughs> waiting for Wargroove forever. And I played it at PAX last year. And I got so excited. And then they were like, no, it's not coming out yet. And then they wouldn't tell me when it was coming out. And I've been very upset ever since. And now we have a firm release date. And unfortunately, it's like two days after Kingdom Hearts. But I'll still, I'm still very pumped. I wish there was a demo. Uh, Wargroove. I wish there was a demo for people like me who've never played games of it's that. Called, yeah, there is. It's called Advanced Wars. Oh, this is Advanced Wars. This is like exactly like Advanced Wars. Yes. Like. This is Advanced Wars because Nintendo won't make Advanced Wars. Uh, all right. So, all right, Tris, what's Advanced Wars on? DS, right? Not 3DS, but DS. GBA, DS. No, there is one for the 3DS. No, there's not. Oh, for the DS. That's what I was there's, there's two for the DS, actually, and there's two for the GBA. And there's one for the GameCube, and there's one for the Wii. But those yeah. are like third-person shooter type things. Mm. I'll think, I'll, maybe I'll look into it. I mean, if Hopefully wanna, they have a Wargroove demo. That'd be cool. You can uh, you can borrow mine because I have Advanced Wars for the DS. Or, there I, can you play, go. or I could play it at PAX. Could oh, I could, I could do that too. Yeah. Bromar. Yeah. I'll send you uh, the latest. Moving on, the recent demo for Resident Evil 2 Remake has surpassed 2 million downloads. Oh yeah, I played that demo last week. I still haven't played it. It's, I should it's download spooky. it. It's very spooky. I should, you know, I should definitely download it and play it tonight. It feels like Resident Evil 2, but in Resident Evil 4 engine. It looks pretty terrifying. I'm excited. I should download it. Um, I actually, I played that game and I got really bummed out that I couldn't keep playing it because you can only play it once for 30 a minutes. half hour, yeah. So Which is after pretty cool. that, I went and downloaded Resident Evil Revelations for the Switch. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I've, cool. I've seen you playing that. Did you yeah. buy it? You bought it? I bought it. Nice. It's 20 bucks. It's good. Uh, it's very like it's obviously you can tell it's a 3DS port, but yeah, the yeah. motion controls feel really good when you're aiming with the uh, Joy-Con. I feel like it looks pretty decent for being upres from 3DS. It does, yeah. But there are there are things where you're like, oh, this was clearly made to be. Dis- Some of these segments were clearly made to be aimed using the touchpad. Yeah. Uh, so like, don't translate, especially into motion. They don't translate well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it feels very weird at some points, but overall, it's it's good. Man, Fantasy Life would look so good up level 5. Mm. <sighs> Fucking level 5. I'll tell you what, yeah, level, level 0 in my heart. <clears throat> Moving on. If you didn't remember that the developers of the Pokemon series Game Freak put out a 2D puzzle platform game called Giga Wrecker on Steam, don't feel bad. I didn't either. But if you missed out on this title previously, you'll soon be able to play it on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch when it launches uh, sometime this year, relatively soon. There's no release date, but I just think it's cool that, uh, you know, a different IP from them is coming out, even though mm-hmm. it was an older one. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, much like the same thing with what happened with uh, Guerrilla Games and Killzone, like, it's great when a studio doesn't have to make the same thing over and over, and then you get masterpieces like Horizon Zero Dawn. Which Tristan never got off the plateau. That was a great game. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Hey, did you talk about? I know you said you didn't have any PlayStation news, but did you talk about the GameStop thing? No. Oh, that not. was new too. That happened yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in uh, another bit of PlayStation news, uh, <laughs> good old GameStop. Uh, they've been randomly canceling uh, Kingdom Hearts three PS4 Pro edition pre-orders. Yeah, they said it was because oh. they over they oversold units. So yo, they did that to my friend for PS for <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, they routinely do that, and it's bullshit. And they should really be held accountable for it. Their concession was offering people a twenty five dollar gift card, which, if you're in the market for a collector's item, that's kind of just a slap in the face. Yeah, I mean, especially for especially for that. people who are looking to upgrade their console, like you know, <laughs> yeah. oh man. Yeah, wow. and it's a, it's actually a pretty nice looking console too, as mm-hmm. far as PlayStation ones go. Which I think the so I think PlayStation ones have always been kind of crap. I, I yeah. think all their limited edition consoles kind of suck. They're they just make really weird design choices. Especially. They're most they're mostly miss. They're just God, usually God, very awful. They're very loud. Yeah, they're like, hey, look at me. This isn't you know, and I don't want that in my entertainment center. Yeah. Whereas I like the, the Battlefront one is the one that I have, and I really like that one. Very low key Star Wars one. It's like they're begging yeah. to be a conversation piece. Yeah. I just feel like I mean, ever since the three sixties, like I feel like Microsoft is always not not always, but like for the most part, I think their custom consoles are so much better. 
But what can you do? Uh, a lawsuit. Trash. They are. A lawsuit filed in Texas Civil Court alleges that Randy Pitchford, co-founder and CEO of Gearbox Software, improperly siphoned $12 million from Gearbox for his own personal game at a time when his company was said to be denying raises company-wide. Oh, That's a whole oh, saga. That's going to be some he, shit. He also did a, a whole bunch of other accusations, but the, the, there, there's, there's a lot to be questioned there over the person filing this lawsuit yeah wasn't it their attorney or something it was like a former legal representative and who was doing his own stuff yeah he was he has like a list of all the things that he was using that siphon money for and one of the bullet points is verbatim to get six-pack abs (laughs) so i don't know there's this whole thing about uh randy pitchford hosting parties where they call them peacock parties where dudes show their dicks to underage people. What? And, yeah. I never heard of that. And this is like, what for is this? Very, have wait, you not wait, heard about wait, this Randy Pitchford no. thing? Oh my hear, God. I didn't hear that part. So there's this whole thing about, uh, yeah, he, part of, part of the allegation is he hosts these parties for the elite where dudes show up and sh- show their dicks to underage people. And that's apparently a thing, which I feel like, if there was legitimacy to that, it probably would be out because, according to the the, the complaint, very well known people attend these parties regularly. So, I don't know. Maybe 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 it could be true. I don't know. Uh, also, there's this whole thing about how he left a thumb drive at medieval times of all that places I heard. that yeah. uh, contained a video file of an underage girl. Uh, doing things Mm. Uh, but at the same time there's also him on a podcast talking very very randy pitchfordly because brandy pitchford is no stranger to controversy and making himself look like a douchebag about how she is a barely legal cam girl and uh she is not to be too graphic doing things to herself uh and what he calls her uh Mm. a magician Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's I don't know. The whole thing is very weird. Very, it's very Randy Pitchford. Like that guy's always been super. I'm really crazy glad that I weird. have no context for what uh, that means because I ne- I have probably gone out of my way to not follow this you, guy. You you ever seen South Park the movie? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. You ever seen the, you ever <laughs> seen the ping pong scene? Oh dear <laughs> Lord! Why would you put that in my head? Because um, I need you to suffer like all of us are uh, suffering. Yeah, God, that that whole thing is a weird. I <laughs> like part of me is like, okay, this is clearly bullshit. But part of me is like, it's Randy Pitchford, so it's probably not bullshit. But uh, there are parts of that that's like super sketchy. So who knows? Why is why is like the new like every time we hear something about somebody, it's with somebody with underage kids. What is the what is the deal? Um, there's just I, a lot like, of discussion. I, I, there's a lot of weirdy, terrible I, 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 just, I don't get it, man. Just, the Me Too movement has finally made people be aware of how accountable often this bullshit is happening for their shitty previous actions in life. Yeah. I mean, turns out that that happened way more often than people thought. I guess. Mm-hmm. Apparently, mm-hmm. I don't. Need, I didn't even know. I all right. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, City Project Red has just lost their creative director who was working on the studio's upcoming game, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, he has moved on to Blizzard. Uh, his other contributions to City Project Red were The Witcher 2 and The Witcher 3. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's kind of a big miss, big loss, I would think. Well, it depends. It depends on who they replace him with. But yes, I do think it's a big loss, but perhaps a huge gain for Blizzard because... I mean, obviously, a huge game for Blizzard. Yeah. Um, so if you enjoy a round or two of Fortnite on your Switch, you may have noticed you're not performing as well as you usually do on other platforms. And that may actually not have anything to do with your skill. Uh, Digital Foundry did a recent test uh, pitting the 30 frames per second version on Switch with the 60 frames per second version on other platforms and have found that certain guns fire uh, you know, much faster uh, which allow them to do about f- a little over 5% increase in the rate of gunfire as opposed to uh, playing on Switch. Hmm, so, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't – I'm not smart enough with math or anything to know how you would get those two to kind of be on the same playing field. I feel like mm-hmm. it would be really difficult, you know, because, I mean, you're cutting your frame rate in half. Yeah, that's um, I feel like maybe 5% was as good as they could get it, and they figured no one would really notice. It wouldn't really affect people much. Well, I don't know. Um, hmm. The only other thing I have here is... Uh, oh, so what's the best thing you guys think you would do if your game gets leaked ahead of its official release date? Get on top of it. Make a press release. Nope. Yeah. Publicity around it. Yeah. Make tell everyone. Tell every, game at it. Tell everyone that all your future games will be worldwide launches only. Uh, what? What? Like simultaneous launch. Who yeah. does this? Uh, apparently, the uh, creative director of Kingdom Hearts Three. Okay. Was very very upset. Oh. With the leak. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Did I'm, he expect uh, that they wouldn't break street date? Uh, could, look, considering that that game has been so far in development, I personally thought they would have held that a lot closer to the chest than they apparently did. Listen, so I am a little surprised it leaked. If you are a longtime Kingdom Hearts fan and you didn't have the foreknowledge to mute Kingdom Hearts on Twitter, I sort of have a hard time feeling bad for you. Yes. I mean, obviously, there's gonna. Obviously, it was gonna get out. Obviously, there was gonna be people trying to spoil it for people. Like, yes, it sucks, but thirteen years, you should probably know better. I'm just surprised it got out in general. Just, just that they didn't hold it closer to their own chest. I mean, I don't. You just. It sucks because now it's just going to hurt small businesses that sell video games because now they'll have no way of getting their hands on it when, you know. A few places that took advantage broke street date. I think that's what happened with that's what Nintendo's been doing with games like Smash. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think I remember that. uh, Yeah, like none of the small shops got until like the week of or a week after. I think. Yeah, and that because they were so paranoid. They were initial sales. Yeah, uh, our very own our very own popular little place video games New York uh, suffered with Smash. Because um, people were so stoked and excited, got pre-orders, and Nintendo didn't ship them a game till the week after. And a lot of people, you know, they they, lost, they, had, they lose out on sales doing that. Yeah, they had their loyal fan base that stuck with them. I but mean, a lot I'm, of people are just gonna go get it elsewhere. I'll be honest with you, like I know that that's like what a shame for the locals, but also there's sort of gotta be some kind of repercussions from the developer, right? Because I what imagine. happens? What happens? The real reason not to do this is because the minute the game hits the shelves, you get reviews that are out the next day, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you are trying to sell a game that even if it's like top tier or sort of mid-range or even just like a sort of shitty game, if the game comes out three days early for like 100 people and those 100 people release three or four reviews that are not good – for your game, well, all released, these people who releasing... might buy it on launch day are like, "Well, fuck that! I just saw that it sucks. Why am I going to go get it?" Right. If, if they're releasing that stuff above embargo dates, then they could be held legally liable for sure. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I agree with you, and like the legal re- ramifications are one thing, and like that's how you get back at the actual the actual professionals in the field. But there are so many amateur writers or YouTubers or whatever that are going to do this, the loss of sales and revenue to the company is so outweighed by the even legal ramifications of paying to have people sued. Like you can't, you cannot recoup the loss in sales from a hundred bad reviews early from suing these people. Like it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's a drop in the bucket, getting the money back from these few people who are going to break embargo. Uh, that's all I have. If you guys don't have anything, uh, I guess, well, you could take us out, baby. I, I think that's it. I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to us chat all the time about video game news reviews and all cool things because we're just cool dudes. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you guys have stuck with us for 151 episodes. Uh, it is really cool to be able to do this weekly. Um, we, as always, are not funded by any means except for the kind donations of our listeners. We uh, so if you'd like to support our podcasts and our interests the best way to do that is by going to our patreon patreon.com slash pixel raider and joining 
just some kind of monthly recurring payment. It doesn't have to be anything specific, but if you wanted to give back, that's a great way to do it. The other ways you can help us out are by joining our active communities on Discord, Twitter, uh, not so much Facebook because we're not into that. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't go there. Uh, but uh, a couple other places that you can join us, we're, we're live uh, we have an Instagram. We are on a whole bunch of different places. Um, or you can go and leave us a nice review on iTunes or your podcast out uh, pouring medium of choice. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts, we are there for the most part. And if we are not there, let us know. We can get ourselves on that platform. Um, I think that's it. Really, guys, just thanks so much for listening to games. And uh, we want to hear from you if you have ideas for stuff that you want to hear us talk about, news articles we may have missed. Uh, games you want to hear us review reach out to us on twitter our individual handles are down in the description of every episode below and you can also follow us at pixel raider which is probably the best way to get in touch uh i think that's it i went through the spiel cool is it that's it all right well guys thanks so much i'm gonna go enjoy my afternoon me too play some psvr uh and i will catch y'all later we'll see you guys next week Bye. Bye. bye bye